This is HPR episode 2124 entitled, Repairing a Cloth Shopping Bag with a Sewing Machine. It is hosted by John Culp, and is about 21 minutes long. The summary is, I talk while sewing the strap back onto a cloth shopping bag. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. This is John Culp in Lafayette, Louisiana, and I'm going to try to record a quick podcast before I go to work today. Uh, Sadly, the air conditioner just turned on, so I hope that doesn't make the recording too noisy. Using my phone again with the uh, $2 microphone. Um, So the project today is lately I've been doing a lot of um, listen along while I fix something or overhaul something or change the oil, that kind of thing. Today, it's going to be fixing a shopping bag where the strap has come off. I'm going to use a sewing machine to reattach it. I have here a Janome sewing machine in a nice blue carrying case. I've already taken a picture of that. So open up the bag and pull the sewing machine out. First of all, I'm going to get the um, AC adapter and pedal out of here. go. Pedal goes on the floor. Of course, uh, you control the speed of the sewing machine with the pedal. I don't know how many uh, of y'all out there would ever have used a sewing machine, but I promise you, as a uh, a hacker, as a do-it-yourselfer, this is one of the, like, it's a really useful skill to have. And I'm thankful that I am my mother's son. My mom is an expert seamstress. She grew up poor, and when she wanted to have new clothes a lot of times she had to make them herself and so uh, oops it looks like the presser foot came off she taught me I, I don't know if she taught my brother too but I don't I don't know really where that stands with him but I, anyway I learned how to sew when I was uh, a kid she taught me uh, the basic principles of it and how to thread the machine how to do the the bobbin and that kind of thing and um so, uh, and then also, when I was in junior high school, I took a home economics class, and we had to learn to cook a few things, and uh, we also had to, to do a sewing project. We made a duffel bag, and my duffel bag turned out pretty well, after one kind of embarrassing part where I, uh, when I was putting in the zipper, I accidentally sewed the two sides of the bag together, and I had to get the seam ripper out and uh, undo the damage get pretty familiar with the seam ripper when you're uh, a newbie at sewing. Very useful tool. Allows you to uh, undo the damage that you have done. Uh, plug in the thing and turn it on. It's got a little bit of uh, a light here to uh, shine a light on what you're doing. But I also normally like to wear 
a, an LED headlamp when I'm sewing. Not like I do it all the time or anything. My, my skill at sewing basically extends to like emergency crude repairs. Uh, I, I don't do anything elegant. I, I basically can fix something and make it useful again even if my repair is kind of ugly. Um, so right now it looks like I'm actually pretty lucky here uh, because the color of thread that's already in the machine is dark. The, the bag that I'm trying to repair is brown. I took a picture of that as well. And uh, so this repair actually might not look too bad because I promise you if there had been some like really wrong color of thread in here I would not have bothered to change it. it I mean that's that's not part of my deal. I use whatever thread is in there and, <laughs> and just, if it doesn't look good that's just too bad. I just want to fix it so that the strap on this shopping bag is secure again. So I'm gonna the the sewing machine I have is one that my mom bought for me and the wife years ago a dozen years ago maybe and it's a Janome uh, gem silver 20th 25th anniversary edition apparently it's got the stamp of approval of the American Sewing Guild I'll take a picture of it here now that I've got it out of the um, carrying case okay and it comes with uh, I guess my mom bought for me a little sewing to like an improvised little sewing table to to put the whatever you're working on this it's this plexiglass thing that slides up and around so that you've got a nice surface to work on you could mount a sewing machine like this in a sewing desk I suppose but I don't have one of those we don't have space in the house to keep something like that out this is always just in the top of the wife's closet and if I need it I get it out if I don't it stays in the closet now one of the first things to do right now is to re-thread I think it's mostly threaded uh, the right way, but I've got to put the thread back around there at the needle and then kind of uh, lick the tip of the thread a little bit and then try to stick it through the uh, needle because it looks like it came out. There's actually a little gizmo to, to thread the needle, but normally I don't need it. I don't really understand how it works either. Maybe I should try it. How does that thing work? Huh. I'm gonna have to take off my glasses to be <laughs> getting old, man. I use these uh, bifocals. It's these things that we're trying to put the thread through the eye of the needle. It is so small that it can be very hard to see. air conditioner turned off. I'm still trying to get it through. How embarrassing. Oops, I might have got it. Come on, go through there. Just get it to go through. I can finish this job in a matter of minutes. Yes, I think I got it. Okay. I did it, I did it. I got the thread through the needle. Oh, how exciting. Oops, I don't want to turn it, pull it into a knot there. Oh no, what have I done? 
I've got to get the, the thread to go through the needle from the front to the back and then go down through the presser foot and out the, the back side of that. I'm going to make sure I don't tie it into a knot accidentally. Oh boy, what a pain in the rear. And this is nothing compared to the bobbin. I'm, what I'm so happy about right now is that I don't have to deal with the bobbin thread. The bobbin is the thread that comes out the bottom. It's this tiny spool that, that goes underneath. And I, oh, my heart sinks if I open up the sewing machine and realize that I really need to thread a bobbin because I hate doing that. Part of the problem, and it's the kind of thing my mom can do in a jiffy, but I, I always have to look up how to do it again. I have to get out the user's manual and, you know, okay, I'm all set. Whew. Okay, well, lion's share of the work is done, <laughs> I think. So there, now I'm going to grab my, uh, my bag that needs the repair. Take a look at it here. So the thread has come out all along the um, strap. And I guess the first thing I do is pull out the old thread that's still kind of hanging around. I wonder if I should just rip everything all the way off and start completely fresh. My tendency is not to do that. It's going to look a little bit ugly, but this doesn't concern me a great deal. I need the little thread snippers. Look in the sewing basket. Get there's these tiny little snippers, this kind of scissors. I think they're just called snippers. Uh, there's the seam ripper. There's the pin cushion. There, the snippers. Okay, you can't see them, but I'll, uh, actually, maybe I'll take a picture of them, and you can hear them now. Listen. Makes a nice sound, huh? So now I'm going to take a picture of the snippers. <clears throat> I'll put the snippers up next to the presser foot, and uh, maybe you can see the bobbin in there too. I'm not really. Whoops. Uh, I'm going to turn off this light. Will that help? There. There. There are the snippers. And I'm not sure exactly how sewing machines work, but there's there's thread coming from the top and thread coming from the bottom, and somehow they go through the cloth and make a loop around each other and knot each other up and and make everything nice and secure. Don't ask me how, because I really don't know. But it works as if by magic, and you can easily fix things that way. Uh, like I said, I'm not very good at this, but I've got enough skill where in a pinch I can do a, a repair. And I actually, I made myself a costume one time. The, um, the orchestra director where I teach, you know, I, I direct a school of music and performing arts. And every year, right around Halloween, the orchestra has its annual Halloween concert. And sometimes they enlist the help of various faculty from the department to play out little sketches and um, either last year or the year before, I was invited to play the role of Barney Rubble in a sketch. And I, I made my own costume. I, I went to Goodwill and I bought a big brown sheet. And then I cut it up and sewed it into a garment that looked pretty much like Barney Rubble's. And uh, it, was, it was fine. I got the, my costuming faculty loaned me a wig that looked kind of, because of course I'm bald, I don't have any hair like little uh, Barney has, so I wore this wig, I had the costume I made myself, I felt pretty good about myself making a costume like that. 
All right, so now the tricky bit is to, I think I'm gonna pin this actually. I could try to sew it on there without pinning it, but in order for the sake of security, it's probably best to, to pin it into place and that way it won't be moving all around. Uh, the difficulty with it doing a bag is that you gotta make sure that you don't sew one side of the bag to the other and thereby um, invalidate, yeah, invalidate, yeah, like uh, pretty much disable the bag to do its job, which is to hold things. <laughs> okay, there's one pin. I think I'll put maybe just one more. This, this job doesn't have to look very good. It just needs to hold. So I'll put one pin up toward the top of the bag and another one down here a little bit toward the middle. I'll take a picture of the strap pinned into place. Oh, isn't this exciting? Okay, so there's the strap. Oops, should I turn it this way? Yeah, that looks good. Okay, strap is pinned into place. And now, what I have to do is figure out how to make this go where I want it to. You sometimes have to turn these things into very awkward positions to get them under the presser foot in such a way where you can sew your, um, sew your line and not sew one side to the other. I think I can do it. I'm going to shove this under there like so. Once you get it under there in position, you have to lower the presser foot and that clamps right down. You want to be sure your fingers aren't under there because it'll hurt your finger. You got to lower the presser foot. Now it's all clamped down under there. And now I cross my fingers and hope that as soon as I start this up, the thread doesn't come out of its place and immediately start tying knots. This happens sometimes and I never know why. I just assume it's because of my inexperience. Um, so in, in the first part of this, I'm going to do what's called, I, what does my mom call it, a lock stitch or something, where you, you go forward a little bit and then you back up right over it and then go forward again to lock all the stitches into place. There's a little lever on here that when you push it down, it makes the sewing machine go in reverse. And so I'll push that down after I've gone a half an inch or an inch or something. I might even go back and forth two or three times just to make it really strong. Again, this does not have to look good, it just needs to hold. So, make sure everything is not all bunched up, and here we go. And backwards, and forwards, and backwards again, and then forwards. Okay, so I've started. I'm gonna pull out the first pin. You gotta pull out the pins as you go along. Uh-oh, I think I might have gotten myself into a, a pickle here. Um, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I've got one of the straps is, is kind of coming around the front of the presser foot in a way where at some point I'm going to run out of space and, and have to back my way out or uh, turn. I don't know how it's going to work, but anyway, I'm going to try just to keep going. Okay, going right down the line here. Gotten all the way down to the next pin. I'll pull that one out now. And keep on going. Okay. 
Okay, so now I've paused just for a sec with the needle stuck all the way down in there. I'm going to raise the presser foot while the needle is still engaged and uh, make a 90 degree turn to start um, going back the other way on this thing. 90 degree turn. So I'm going to uh, it's like I'm making a giant U-shaped uh, stitch on this thing. I've gone from the top of the bag down about three-fourths of the way to the point where the stitching was still good on the strap. And so now I've turned 90 degrees uh, counterclockwise, put the presser foot back down, and I'm going to go across um, horizontally now. Okay, now I've stopped again with the needle stuck in there. And I'm going to see if I can keep turning it around. Now is where there's a whole bunch of uh, part of the bag that's stuffed up under the thing and the strap is starting to get in the way. Uh, I'm going to take a picture of this <laughs> to illustrate the uh, predicament that I might be in here. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get out of this or not. We'll, we'll see. Okay, so now I've turned another 90 degrees. I need to lower the presser foot again and start going back up the other side of the strap. Let's see if I can keep this side of the strap out of the way. Okay, here we go. So far, so good. Going right up the line. Okay, I'm nearly at the very top now. And once I get up to the top, I'm going to do that reverse and forward trick a couple times again to lock the stitches in place. Backwards, backwards, and forwards again. And I'll use the uh, little, there's a wheel on the right hand side to do fine uh, movement of the needle up and down. I've turned it a little bit towards myself to raise the needle to the highest position. Pick up the presser foot again and now gently try to pull my work out the back side of the sewing machine. So uh, now it's completely out the back and I've got the thread from the top and the thread from the bobbin uh, kind of stretching out here and I'm going to cut it off. Now it releases the bag, and now I've got my strap firmly reattached. Oh, how satisfying. Look at that. That's a good hacker that knows how to use a uh, sewing machine to repair a bag. What do you think of that? Okay, so now I'm going to take a picture of the bag with the strap reattached. And it, looks a, it looks a little bit ugly, but uh, you know I've, I've done this enough times now where even my ugly ones are not too bad. And then you got to clip off the excess um, thread at the seams, you know, where you started and stopped to make it look a little bit neater. Okay, and one more. I think that's all the little threads. Um, it looks like the thread is a little bit kind of knotted up coming out of the, uh, out of the bobbin area, but I think I've got it now.
I need one from the top and one from the bottom. Yeah, okay, yeah, so I'm gonna cut that off too. Wait, which one is it? There, okay. So the, the sewing machine is back the way it needs to be. My bag is fixed, and now I'm gonna take a picture of it. Oh, so exciting. Okay, so now a picture of the newly sewn strap. Now it says to hold the device steady while taking pictures. I'm going to check that and make sure it is not too blurry. Yeah, looks good. Okay, I think I'm done here, y'all. This has been John Culp for Hacker Public Radio with a little sewing project. I will talk to you guys some other time. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website, or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.